Hello everyone and welcome to How to Princess, a Princess World short story edition actual play podcast series part of the cast of many things. Today I have as players Ulfric. Hello. And Nicole. Hey. And Anna. Hi everybody. And I am your weaver for the evening, Nathan. And where we last left the Princess Council, they were standing in... Well, not everybody has the same story. Uh, so let me start with... The crew that is standing on the grassy field and looking at the pavements around them. So uh, you see before you a pile of bones and a red fox bunny creature thing and the pile of bones has started to move what would you like to do uh poke it with a stick <laughs> okay um <laughs> what size stick would you like to pick up <laughs> and how sharp is it not very sharp at all if there's something in there okay. i don't want to hurt it i just don't do you want to like light me. the stick on fire or something or like no, it's, you sure it, you don't want, like, a spear or, like, well, a hammer or something? I have my lightsaber, and if I need it, I can light it up. But first, I'm just going okay. to, like, poke and make sure that, you know, maybe it's friendly. Very cautious of you. Very cautious of you. Uh, Lenore, you are getting poked with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. I was, I was already on my way running running away from this giant dragon beneath it. And she's kind of like, you know, making these like popping and clicking noises reform uh, with the small mysterious creature. Ah, finally, at long last, I have found you here, my old friend. I'm like, I your old friend or is the creature your old friend? No, you and me are old friends. Remember, we used to be space pirates together. A long time ago. It's me, it's Lenore. Lenore. I look different without the spacesuit. Yeah, you do. Oh my gosh. And I'm just going to run mm-hmm. in for the a space suit. The space suit's all that's missing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, did one of you happen to lose this strange animal? I'm not really sure. What it is. Now, is this the one that we had before, or is this a new one? This one is red. It has the same type of black seamless collar, and on the tag it reads Cranberry. Uh, well, we didn't lose that one, but we lost a green one like it. Hmm. Maybe it changes color? Like a mood Uh ring? I think the other one was called Pistachio. It was called uh, Pistachio. Just, just, just maybe it changes names too. That's a very good theory. It's a little bit like an ice cream flavor of the month. <laughs> you know, it's always kind of the same basic thing, but you switch out the type. Oh, by the way, um... Princess Rainbow Starshine has made her way back to the Shrouded Sanctuary to report back to her chapter there. Excellent. Uh, well, we're going to, like, 
go meet this dragon and check out his horde. Did you want to... You said you were running from a dragon, yeah? Yes, a, a very uh, large bone-hoarding dragon that wanted to take a little piece of me for its collection, and I said, no, thank you, and then ran out of its lair. That sounds like an excellent idea. Uh, the dragon whose horde we're gonna go see, his name is Brad. Um, hey. Yeah, he's there. Uh, <laughs> Iridium is going to kind of turn her back to Brad and roll her eyes dramatically. Um, he collects, Stop. like, stock cert- certificates and stuff. No. Not bones, so you're all good. Okay. I'm a professional. It's kind of boring. Yeah, it I mean, really like, sound like my kind of thing. We're, we're gonna go rescue some flowers, though, from, like, yeah, another horde. So it's fine. Yeah, that works for me. As long as I don't have to do paperwork. My whole thing is, like, candy. And she points to the little candy crown on her head. And being a skeleton. Those are both excellent things. They're very, very good things. (laughs) Uh, So, Lenore, you see accompanying your friends. You see one person you were expecting to meet is missing. Proper princess, Princess Sparklepuff, is not here. And there is a large, very long, more Eastern-style black thunder dragon uh, who has a crown of thunder clouds, missing one horn, very regal and nature-focused and imposing. And beside him is a small Western-style green dragon wearing a visor that says Day Trader and wearing bright orange reflective sunglasses. And that's Brad. Uh, all right. Well, uh, shall we to the lair? Is it cool to call it your lair, Brad? Like, do you have another name for it? Is it like your sanctum or? Brokerage, maybe? I like brokerage. Maybe I should use that one. So uh, yeah, lair is fine, pad is fine. Incubator. <laughs> yeah, it's where we come up with all our innovative finance ideas. <laughs> totally, and you keep them warm like a collection of little eggs until they hatch fully formed. And yeah, I paid attention in science when I was alive. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, um, go ahead and uh, it's in this tall building in the middle here. Uh, the biggest one, and uh, it's on the very top floor. Of course it is. <laughs> and uh, there's a very, very large elevator. Excellent. <laughs> large enough to accommodate dragons in the center yeah. of this building. But the lobby has this soaring ceiling that goes up stories and stories and stories. The whole, Pretty much the whole middle of the building is hollow, and this elevator is the centerpiece of it. Oh, boy. Oh man, I really want to jetpack up the center. <laughs> like... Ain't nothing stopping you. Yep. <laughs> jetpack up the center. <laughs> yeah, you can totally jetpack up the center. Um, but roll pluck to dodge around things. Or do you have a um, do you have a stunt um, move? Ooh, do I have a from stunt? your skateboard princess lineage? Um... I think you had like um, 
The ones Anything that I, you can do or something like that. The ones that I picked were Tag Your It, and my other spaceship is an even bigger spaceship. Okay. What does mm. Tag Your It do? Um, when you mark someone in a, in a significant way, roll with pluck. On a 10 plus, you get a temporary thread from them. On a 7 to 9, you get a temporary thread and they get one. On a miss, you give them a temporary thread. Do you want to race bubbles to the top? Yes. <laughs> You're it on. It just seems like a really good use of that tag. <laughs> okay. You ready? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Lenore, tail on. You guys get to be, like, the judges and stuff. All right. Someone start us off. Uh. Oh, I'm Lenore's going to do it. I'm okay. going to just count three, two. That's how fingers work. Three, two, one. And then instead of being like, go, she focuses this, like, stream of air, almost like a didgeridoo through her skeleton mouth. So it's just like, three, two, one. <laughs> it's time for you to go. <laughs> There's like a straight Supergirl flying up in the air pose being struck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then both of you roll pluck. All right. And we'll establish a thread based on the winner. Oh, that's a good roll on the dice. Okay. It's a very good roll. So that's a 12 total. Yeah, I only got 11 total. <laughs> I was close. Oh, oh. It is so a tight wow. race. It is neck and neck as you're jet packing your way up the middle of this building. Brad just looking on in horror as you speed <laughs> around past these uh, soaring escalators and glass windows. You each dodge around them skillfully and uh, Iridium, you get there just before and there's a uh there's no door <laughs> um but you can break a window if you want to yeah i want to i'm gonna rocketeer this thing <laughs> okay you blast right through a window you are the first one in there um bubbles skids in right behind you it is clear who won but you both performed very respectably <laughs> and uh you can how would you like to express the thread? Because I was going to make it, if one of you just completely won, I was going to make it like beat so-and-so in a race or something. But now you could do something more collaborative because you both impressed the other. Yeah, I think I'm going to like rocketeer in and then like basically just settle on the floor giggling and be like, <laughs> that was totally awesome. You are an awesome flyer. Like, whoa. I know you're pretty great yourself. <laughs> do you want to be stunt buddies? <gasps> we can do that. I'll, I'll even have theme music for us. I'll come up with a whole soundtrack and everything. Yes. Stunt buddies for the win. We got a theme um, song too. And so as soon as she says that sh and sh they accept kind of the deal, She's going to flare her wings and some super obnoxious music is going to absolutely start <laughs> blasting and she'll, if you'll allow it, she'll like blow glitter out of the hole that, that was just created and yes. raining down on the party. <laughs> so good. <laughs> absolutely that happens. Yes. 
if you'll allow it, glitter is like the best part of this podcast. You don't even have to ask anything that involves glitter. Just assume I'm going to say yes. Um, so you now have a new thread between the two of you. Stunt buddies. Mm-hmm. Stunt buddies. Excellent. Uh, Lenore, do you want to fly up following them through the broken window or are you going to take the elevator? Uh, I think I'm going to sort of flap my little bone skeletal wings a little bit, but since that only lets me hover about like three inches off the ground for a very short period of time, just going to be like, hmm, and then walk imperiously in there. (laughs) Going up, please. So Brad walks in there with you. Um, And I still have pistachio with me, I'm, you know. I assumed that I was taking the the pet. With yeah, you us. still got you still got cranberry but in your arms. Cranberry, yeah. sorry, right? No, yes, no. yes. So, um, Brad gets in the elevator with you, but the storm dragon, Quatielong, looks at the elevator and then looks at the hole, sort of grins a little bit and then flies up toward the hole in the ceiling and joins you. Um, as he flies by, another light, a lightning bolt jolts off one of his horns and breaks the adjacent window, and he flies through that one instead of the already broken window. <laughs> we enable such bad behavior, and I love it. It's great. Brad is just, Lenore can see Brad looking up there and just wincing as the elevator doors close. Uh, you're in the elevator with Brad. It's real awkward. <laughs> so, like... What do you do with a horde of stock certificates? Well, uh, you know, back in the day, dragons used to collect like valuable things like wealth and gold and jewels and things. And I am, I'm really the future of the dragon realm. Um, we're collecting wealth in ways that dragons of the past could not have even imagined. <sighs> Uh, do you need some coffee? I have some uh, really nice homemade cold brew up in the office. No, that's okay. I brought my own snacks, and she'll break off a piece of her candy crown and just very loudly start <laughs> munching the candy. You want some? Cute crumbs of it fall on the elevator floor. He just looks down. You can have some if you want. There's, like, gummies, sticky candy, taffy, chocolate, candy bars, candy ropes, candy that tastes like you want some? Oh, as you list off all these candies, the elevator reaches the top floor and the doors open. Oh, look, we're here! And <laughs> walk, 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 walk! <laughs> uh, and Bubbles and Iridium, you look in and see... It's very satisfying to see on Brad's face exactly the same expression that you saw, uh, that you felt on your own faces when you walked out of the rocket after having listened to him talk about stocks for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Which we edited out because, you know, nobody wants to hear that. Because it's um, boring. <laughs> this isn't that kind of podcast. Um, all right, you're in Brad's office. Uh, there are very neat filing cabinets, except for one that is just torn open by some... You can't really tell what force tore this open. It looks like it was burst open from the inside. There's a bunch of dirt spilling out of it and a couple of flowers sticking up from the dirt. And there seems to be something moving around in there. And Brad looks over and says, well, there it is. There's some plants. 
I'm gonna have to, it's gonna take forever to clean that up. Um, but if you could just get them out of here so that this guy doesn't murder me, I, that'd be much appreciated. Is that pistachio? Is that you? Pistachio. But are you looking for the the green that thing? Yeah, if it's if there's it something wiggling in there. Doesn't the the skeleton lady have it? Nah, she's got a red one. Are you colorblind? Nah, it's just like it's a fuzzy thing, you know. It's I don't do I don't really deal with living things. It's not my where do you get your stocks from? I mean, sometimes you have to deal with living things, but I keep it to a minimum. He walks over to the side of the room and pours a... He pulls a glass carafe out of a refrigerator and starts pouring it into a mason jar. Is that, like, why you and Lenore had such an excellent elevator ride? He kind of grimaces. Uh, anybody want, like, a really nice coffee? I heard coffee makes you like really energetic. We could do like some amazing stunts with coffee. We could. Who oh, tells yeah. what would the happen? More, the more caffeinated I make it, the more productive all the humans get. I don't think it works on bones, so I'm gonna pass. Thanks though. Yeah, I'll try it. If it'll help me with new stunts. Okay, he hands you a uh, mug of this. But you hold it up to the light. It's kind of this golden color coffee. Looks a little lighter than you might have seen in the past. Huh. This looks like green tea or something. Yeah, because it looks like what coffee is supposed to look like. <laughs> I take a sip? With a face just as doubtful as my voice sounded as I when I said that. <laughs> it straight up tastes like strawberries. Whoa! Dudes, you gotta try this. It's like strawberry coffee. Really? Yeah. Like, try it. Uh, so Bubbles will go over to the craft. <laughs> Just for going the box. And uh, yeah, she'll drink the coffee. Okay. Um, so yeah, it tastes like strawberries. It tastes pretty good. Uh, it's still got that coffee flavor to it, but it's um, it's got a fruitiness and a floral sort of essence to it that you're not used to. Um, tastes pretty good. Like surprisingly, considering this guy's such a jerk. But... <laughs> This is all making me want coffee so much. I know. <laughs> I'm like, Anna the player I do is. not need coffee. I know. Anna the player is really excited by this, and Lenore is just like, meh. See, and I'm Hot the opposite. I don't water. have coffee. And I'm like, meh, no, whatever. <laughs> um, also, I wonder where you got the inspiration for a light brown beverage that tastes of strawberries. Um. It may have been a Costa Rican light roast that I brewed myself. That <laughs> actually sounds really good, though. Um, so, oh, okay. so Bubbles will make sure coffee. to drink it all. Okay, so you drank the whole carafe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Iridium, you have a plus one on pluck rolls, your next pluck roll. 
mm-hmm. but a minus one on your next poise roll. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and the same for bubbles, but it's two, plus two, minus two. It's okay, oh, she had a minus one already, so we're at minus three now for our poise. That's okay, I don't think poise will come into much use in the immediate I, future. I we'll see. because I don't... <laughs> the, oh, proper, the proper princess is missing, and oh, wait, I, I guess... just took away all your poise. <laughs> no, I have poise. We're good. We're good. Just just let the okay. dead person do the talking. It's fine. <laughs> Isn't that always the plan? Nothing can phase me. <laughs> I have already phased beyond this earth. <laughs> So, we are here about a flower problem, flower dragon horde problem. Sorry, it got a little bit like discombobulated in the, the trip over, and then there was the bone dragon, and yeah, yeah. Oh, right! Oh, along, is this like everything? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Graceful. Oh, I was just gonna like quickly fill her in. Um, yeah, no, like basically, uh, Wate Long says that Brad stole his horde, which is kind of like looking like it might be a thing, but apparently we're not supposed to do anything about it, even though that's like kind of a big no-no. Anyway, and then Brad dumped a bunch of his useless papers on Wate Long's property, and then like it all just, yeah, became a kerfuffle. And now we're just trying to make it right so everyone just goes back to their hordes all happy. Hmm. So this really seems kind of like a just clean and tidy up and sort out whose stuff is whose and then we just send it back to the right place and tell them to play fair with their dragon hordes yeah unless the little fuzzy dudes like interfere or something because we've also found these little fuzzy dudes like like this mm, she yeah, like cranberry. cranberry she looks down you're not gonna interfere are you and like, she doesn't really have eyeballs, but the insides of like the eye sockets just sort of darken. Like, I'm really staring this thing down. Are you going to interfere? Or are you gonna be good? Its ears kind of go back and its eyes get really wide. And it goes. <laughs> Very good. She just pats it on the head. <laughs> uh. The storm dragon, Huatielong, chimes in. This is the arrangement to which I have agreed to spare this small dragon's life. Wait, th- this, this small dragon? Pointing at Cranberry, this is a small dragon? No, oh. the green one. The one that collects meaningless papers. Oh, sorry, that was just player error. I was confused there for a second. I was like, wait, what? You just got here. It's legitimate to be confused. I see, I see. So, like, Taylong, is it cool if I just call you Tay? Uh, Roll poise. Uh Ooh. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) What happened to that not being needed this session? Well, that was before you asked to give an ancient storm dragon a nickname. That was before we started talking to people. <laughs> so that was a seven, but it's minus one. <laughs> so that's a fail. Uh, the room darkens and storm clouds start to form. And everyone's hair starts to stand on end a little bit. 
Uh, the storm clouds above Tielong's head start flashing with lightning, and he just looks you straight in the eye and says, No. Cool, 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 cool. Got it. Mr. Tailong, it is. Mr. Tailong. Do you really want that much, like, electricity near the flowers? And I'm gonna make a, like, sad, think of the children type of face as I gesture to, towards the flowers. Oh, you don't even have to make the face. The moment you say that, the clouds are immediately gone and he rushes over to the flowers. He's picked up almost all of them in his arms and is checking them to make sure there's no damage. So, like, Mr. Huatelong, are they cool? They are undamaged. Excellent. He finds one leaf that has a bite mark out of it. Mm. Brad, did you bite the leaf? I, I mean, <laughs> that's not really my deal either. Um, I mean, I've, I've honestly, I've been trying to go vegan, but some of my employees are really delicious. Okay, um, first of all, leaves are still vegan. Second of all, I'm gonna need the number of the head of HR. Third, this is your life we're talking about. So, like, if it's important to you that you get to keep doing what you do and collecting your stock certificates, we're really gonna have to cooperate with this grand storm dragon of legend because, like, I mean, no, you're right. You're we're, right. we're trying to help you, but we can't do it for you, you know. No, that's a good point. That's a really good point. We can take that offline. <laughs> and for now, let's just get the flowers out, out of my office and put the papers <laughs> back, and I'll start filing them again. And I won't, I promise, I won't be mad about the fact that everything is completely out of order. If he doesn't get mad about the bite mark, okay? Mr. Huatelong, a proposition this, has been made. This is acceptable. All right. Let's move these flowers. So Huatelong begins to scoop out the remainder of the flowers, and something brown jumps out <gasps> of the cabinet and starts running across the room. So one of the fuzzy creatures. Is it one of the fuzzy creatures? You want to catch it and find out? Yes. <laughs> okay. Somebody roll pluck. Um. So I feel like some three. of the caffeinated people are gonna be quicker <laughs> on the draw. However, I do have a um. Where is it? bloodlines um i can pull a thread to use a character move from the princess that it connects me to i think i would like to uh use this to use iridium's move that lets me roll with your pluck instead of mine Ooh. if i follow your lead so i'm gonna use your pluck at, which at the moment is a plus three because i've got a okay. bonus plus one so, like, without the caffeine, I'm still supercharged because my awesome skate best friend 
And I rolled a 14 total. <laughs> you are there to catch this thing when it leaps out. You are nice. way ahead of it. And it jumps can into I, your arms. Can I narrate like what I do to? Oh to yeah, catch absolutely. It? So I'm 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 way ahead of it, so far ahead that instead of like reaching out my arms to catch it, I'm just like wah, and it gets scooped up inside of my rib cage, which is like <laughs> a little bit sort of dog sized, and I'm just like ha ha, I got you. So <laughs> rib cage tackle a dog. Excellent. So you rib, rib cage tackled this thing. <laughs> and as you do so, some of the brown dirt falls off of it. And you see a creature that looks very much like cranberry, but it is blue. And it has another tag on it. Does it say blue raspberry? No, unfortunately, oh. it says periwinkle instead. Okay. I thought we were going like all flavors, but all right, I get it. Listen up, you. I'm gonna need you to tell me what's going on exactly with you and all of your friends that are all these different colors because we're trying to fix things between these dragons and I'm not gonna have little fuzzballs messing it up. It looks up at you with big, adorable eyes and it goes... Um... I... Hold on. Have a. I have a haunting presence that lets me basically like do stuff as long as I'm being frightening. I'm not like trying to Halloween jump scare it, but definitely be like, okay, take me seriously, you <laughs> small creature. So uh, it lets me use poise. Can I use that to like try and communicate this to the creature? Persuade it? Yes. All right. Oh, cool, 14. Rolled double Whoa. sixes. Yes! What would you like to know from this creature to um, its ability to tell you? I wanna know what it's doing here. Like what did it come here to get or to do? And if I can, I'd like to know where it and its buddies are coming from. Like, is there like some sort of, you know, rabbit burrow type place or a secret hideout where they're all uh, congregating? Okay, uh, that could be very interesting. So I'll, I'll give you two actions of the creature that will give you information okay. about that. Yeah. Because uh, 14 is amazing. So uh, the first thing Periwinkle does is kind of wriggle its way out of your rib cage, looks up at you, and gives you a subtle nod. You're not quite sure if it fully understood you, but you think it gets the gist. Okay. Uh, it, first thing it does is go cuddle up next to Cranberry, and they greet each other enthusiastically for a, mo a few moments. And then they both wriggle like they're trying to get out of your arms. Okay, okay, go. And they run off um, down one of the escalators and they start descending the large building. I follow! Follow them, <laughs> but I'm going to use my skeletal wings to float like three inches off the ground. So I'm just sort of like, like I'm on a people mover at the airport and I'm just moving along at like a slow, steady hover. <laughs> It, it makes me so happy that you're doing this down an escalator. I know. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> now I have a very important question for um, 
Iridium and Bubbles. I'll rephrase it in my head. Not, would you like to break another window, but how many windows would you like to break <laughs> as you go down? I also wanted, before we left, to use my breath to either completely clean the place or glitter bomb the whole building. Uh, the whole flat <laughs> yes. that is Brad's place. What did I have you roll last time? Just flat two uh, six, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I believe the exact words were, if the question is glitter, the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, you have found my DMing style. <laughs> You've here for solved it. my glitter puzzle. <laughs> so it's an eight is what I rolled. Okay. Um, roll one of them. Tell me odds or evens. Even. Yeah, you clean up the office. You blow some bubbles all around, and um, everything is sparkly, but not literally sparkly. Sparkly clean. And Brad looks around in amazement and just says, You just, you saved me like one, one like person day of work. That's a lot of money for me. So question, is there another window that is unbroken? Yeah. His office is like, um, cool. his office wraps around the whole top of the building. So there's pretty much continuous square windows all the way around. I'm glad I could help. And she will catapult through one of the windows. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> if allowed. Excellent. So you all are making your way down to the first floor of the building, yes? Mm-hmm. Following okay. little furry creatures. Yeah. You follow Cranberry and Periwinkle as they sprint down the stairs and out of the building into what looks to be like an outdoor trading floor of some sort. Uh, it's where the marketplace would be. It's still about half marketplace, half, you know, financial hoo-hoo, blah, 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 blah. blah. Financial stuff. It's a commercial <laughs> area of doing it's, business. Yes, it's a commercial area. It's very important and serious. Uh, yeah, you've walked. So you've walked into the Greenwich, Connecticut of um, <laughs> the um, <laughs> of the Dragon Fidei. Everything turned beige and gray all of a sudden. If that's the case, we're definitely not going to keep it that way and uh, spread our wings and definitely have some music going as we're walking. Okay. So can I just add on to that? Because like Lenore will hear this coming down the escalator that when like she sort of gets the vibe that we're going for with this music, a la like a Lizzo flute solo, we'll start doing the same thing. Like uh, <laughs> just like moving through the bones and like the hollows in the skull. So she's making like rock flute music on the way down the escalator to help out. Very good. Using a skull as a flute is also something I didn't anticipate was gonna happen today, <laughs> but now I'm just like, I'm never gonna stop. This is wonderful. Yes. So this amazing dance party reaches the bottom of the building. Uh, Cranberry and, and Cranberry and Periwinkle rush out of the building and into this commercial area. And uh, go ahead and roll pluck to follow them through the crowd. 
All of us? Uh, sure. I'm throwing things off my desk. <laughs> but if one of you succeeds, the others can follow them. Okay. Um, I am not still using the same moves. So I'm gonna pluck his plus one. Uh, that is. Ooh, plus that's not good. Six. Eight. Uh, Iridium, what was your total again? Twelve. Okay. So Iridium has <laughs> these fuzzy creatures sighted and is gonna just follow them through the. You can easily follow them through this crowd. And the rest of you can follow Iridium uh, and the trails of jetpack. Uh, the jet trails of the jetpack. Mm-hmm. And you come upon a. It definitely leaves a cool neon glowing trail like in Tron. That's yes. exactly what I'm picturing. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Neon jet stream type thing. I love it. We've already established that uh, Iridium is basically wearing. N7 armor with a Jack Sparrow coat over it. Yep. Oh. Which is so amazing. That is so <laughs> cool. Uh, I wish they had that as a skin in Mass Effect. That'd be great. Right? I know. <laughs> okay, so you come upon this wagon. And it's an old school, sort of out of place, more medieval style market wagon. Most of these places are more like pop-up tents with um, startups with very... Uh, vague names on them. Are they all missing uh, vowels at some point? Oh, gosh. It's all adjectives that don't really mean anything and are missing one or two vowels. Uh, <laughs> about every other one has a Z in it. I was going to say that everything's been replaced with Zs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what you mostly see. But this one has no sign on it. It's just this wooden cart. And it has an assortment of things inside of it kind of eclectic odd things and standing outside of it is a tall lanky figure with long black hair that's in these loose pigtails this figure is wearing a striped black and white jumpsuit and probably most distinctively has a thick steel band wrapping over their eyes behind their head whoa hey so are you like the little furry fox dude wrangler person? So you reach this and you well, you rolled very well, so you notice that uh, Cranberry and Periwinkle have hidden behind a barrel nearby and are not getting near this wagon, but they've led you to it. Okay. Then I will not say that. (laughs) Um, I think, let's see. For this game, my question is, when in doubt, what would a seven-year-old do? Um, I think Iridium's going to get up really close and just kind of, like, tilt her head sideways and kind of, like, wave her hand in front of the... Do the band... Does the band, like, go around the eyes? Covers the eyes completely. Yeah, I'm going to wave in front and be like, yo, does that hurt? Uh, As you get close enough to wave... This person doesn't seem to be reacting to your presence at all until you start to ask this question and their head snaps abruptly toward you. And they make a grin that is just a little bit too wide for comfort. Oh, dear. Oh, hi there. Hey. Uh, I was just checking out your x-ray specs. They're pretty rad. Uh, How'd you get them? I have ways of getting things. (laughs) Hmm. 
Okay, that's like cryptic. How, how rude of me, how rude of me. Let me introduce myself. My name is Piper the Long. Piper the Long, excellent. Welcome to Piper's Emporium of the Lost. Piper the Long what? I mean, you seem, you seem kind of like normal height. You're not too short and not too long, so Piper the Long what? What long, the long black history. Hair. The long hmm. history of hmm, finding stuff. Uh, tell me, Piper the Long, for no particular reason, did you ever happen to find small colorful creatures that resemble some sort of doggish weasel wombat kind of thing? They're really hyper, they run around a lot. So it sounds like you're looking to purchase information. It doesn't sound like I'm looking to purchase anything. I'm a visiting royal and I merely wish to ask questions. Thank you very much. Ah, visiting royals. Selling to royals is one of my specialties. I have here uh, a collection of items. You're welcome to take one uh, complimentary. Consider it a sample. What kind of items are they? (laughs) I'm curious. <laughs> this is the kind so, of thing where they're gonna own your soul. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but we all go and buy in every time. Yup. <laughs> so you look through these items and you see the the things that are most eye catching in this shop are uh, there are ten things you see. Uh, one, a bin filled with tongue depressors of assorted colors. Useless. I don't have a tongue. <laughs> Two, the detached head of an ice pick with no handle. Hmm. Three, a cracked hand mirror lined with mother of pearl. Four, a quilt made from seemingly random swatches of fabric in no particular pattern. Five, a vial of iridescent perfume. Six, a ball of solid black yarn. Seven, a bar of soap carved into the shape of a large key. Eight, a set of bells made from clear glass. Nine, an hourglass filled with black sand. Ten, a set of seven polyhedral dice containing small pink flowers. So, like, where did these things come from? Here and there and now and then and many from long, long, long ago. And they give you this toothy grin again that goes just a little bit further than you're comfortable with. Uh, so just a quick question. Uh, like the tongue depressors, have they been used before or are they all like <laughs> clean? <laughs> Creepy man, welcome to my used tongue depressor emporium. <laughs> I am afraid I am not at liberty to answer questions without payment. Ah. Uh... <laughs> so, like, what kind of things do you take as payment? They grin just a little bit wider and don't say anything. Yo, has anyone ever told you that, like, when you smile like that, it's just a little bit creepy? 
I, I think I figured it out. What was the character's name again? Piper. Piper the Long. I think it's Piper the Long pause before they say the next thing. Oh, that would make sense. Because, <laughs> you know, you said we could take something for free, but I'm guessing that you are a merchant, so you need to make your living somehow. This is just really not looking very good for us at this point, but I really want that hourglass. It's so shiny. I'm very, very <laughs> tempted by the shiny. Well, I'm gonna take the other shiny, and if it's all right, as my free gift, I'll take this vial of iridescent perfume. They just nod. Yeah, so what a great gift. Awesome. Their head whips toward bubbles and tilts. I should like put out her wings a little bit. Just soft music to like not seem super scared of like this creepy dude. <laughs> Would you like a free sample? This, this seems kind of like a bad idea. My mom said not to take samples from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I assure you, these are of the utmost quality. I have dealt with royalty only recently. Uh, uh may I ask when that might have been and why? Because that's not concerning at all either. Why, just a few days ago, I was in the proper kingdom. Yeah. And the king graced me with his patronage. Oh, really? He seems a nice fellow. Uh, what? <sighs> I mean, his daughter's wicked cool. Yes, we go way back. It's true, we actually do. Can I ask an out-of-character question that's related to that? Because um, our proper princess and I know each other from, from way back uh, when I was still alive. So, like, based off of that knowledge, does this seem like something that her father, the king, would be into? Like, was he known for just attracting strange strange peddlers or is this out of does this seem out of character for the king i don't know that might be a bit of a stretch but i'm curious does this seem like it's legit <laughs> no that's a very good question um you don't know king henry to you know king henry to be a very very proper person I see. and he typically would not deal with this sort of person. Right. He would very much consider this extremely sketchy. Um, you also know that King Henry is has a very rigid set of values. Mm. And you would consider him capable of things that would be morally gray, but not necessarily like dealing with you, you wouldn't have known him to do to like buy cursed items from a random creepy shopkeeper's stall. Gotcha. Not not okay. from what you know. It's not impossible, but it's not what you would expect. Okay. Okay. It's 
who can say? I mean, if it's cursed, and she just sort of looks meaningfully at Piper, they'll know where to find you. And I'll keep the receipt so that you'll have to give me a refund. Even though it was free, you have to get rid of the curse. Uh, Piper just gives you this this wide grin again and looks down at the, the hourglass and back up at you and says, I, I don't think you'll have any problems with that item. It has functioned very well for a very long time. Wait, what does it do? Uh, yeah, I want to know. I'm not at liberty to answer any questions without payment. Wait, not at liberty? Meaning someone's pulling, like, your strings? The grin gets a little bit wider again. Oh, dear. (laughs) Is it like King Henry? Wait, that's a question. It's King Henry! Is it King Henry? (laughs) Uh... Piper gets a little bit closer to all of you and leans forward. As they get closer, you kind of notice their like arms and legs are a little bit too long for a normal human. I hold out the bottle of perfume ready to squirt them. <laughs> they sort of look at you, tilt their head, and they look up at the sky. It's about mid-afternoon. You can see... Protoss, the moon, off in the distance, sort of in that in that weird state where you, where it's the sun is still up, but you can kind of see the moon's outline. Uh, you can see the sun, and Piper is distinctly looking at a spot in the sky that has absolutely nothing in it. What are you looking at? They look back at you and say, "They permit me to answer one question." Princesses, let's huddle. What should this question be? So, yeah, uh, Bubbles will, like, try and not do the music as she, like, folds the wings around the group so we can have, like, a little (laughs) private sanctum huddle. Yes. (laughs) Should we ask who they are that's not letting Piper say anything? That might be a good clue. I just don't know. Or like, I feel like we should not ask questions that are like, what do you know? Because then they can just say nothing. Mm-hmm. But like, Or give us an answer that's not really an answer. Like, go ask your father. <laughs> There's some history there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, my dad's out on tour, so I, I'd i have to wait till the X Games are over. But I could ask him. <laughs> um, Skateboard King has things to do, too. Uh, Why are you giving us these objects for free? That seems strange. He kind of already said because it was royalty, but we don't know the intent behind that. Like, was it someone trying to derail us from, like, just having a super cool, amazing time and doing our fantastic stunts? Because that's totally possible. 
and she'll like speed up as she goes because she's on caffeine still. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the who's pulling your strings thing. Um, or where can we find the people who are pulling your strings? Oh, I like that even better. I like that even better. Like if we wanted to go visit them. Because then we can find out instead of them saying something like, oh, it's just my mysterious benefactor. But what if he does something like really broad, like the world, they're on the world. Like how silly is that? And then that could be really broad. Yeah. Is there a way we can narrow it down? Where specifically can we find the people? (laughs) Yeah, give us a specific location. I like that. I like that. Because then we can go investigate it ourselves. And we know exactly what we have to do. And then we can get all the answers to all the questions. About how much I really want like a detective princess, like a Harriet the Spy. That'd be so great. Oh, wait. That'd be so great. I just had an idea. Do I have... Yes. My special move is know your worth. When you scope out a location, you may roll with pluck. Would it be too late in the encounter to scope out this location? Scope it. Sweet. Scope it. Scope it. (laughs) Okay, nine on the dice, but plus two. Uh, So 11. So on a 10 plus, ask up to three. On a seven to nine, ask only one. Uh, oh man, I really should have done this at the start of the scene. Um, what's the before most before you picked random items from the creepy vendor's cart? Before you pick the random item. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn! Uh, so what's the most valuable thing here? It's that hourglass. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! I was really hoping it was the tongue depressors, but I digress. <laughs> that would have been so great. <laughs> I'll give you some um, in-game reason for that, though. That the, you're as you're looking around at the different objects, the hourglass is obviously much, much older than any of the other artifacts here. It has runes in a language that you don't know written all over it, and the hourglass itself is set in a gimbal so that it always faces one direction. So it's always standing upright. You can see some grains of sand falling through it very slowly. Uh, The top of it is almost empty. At the rate that it's going, you probably think it'll run out in like a few weeks, maybe. It's really slow, but it's not full at the top. Okay. Uh, What is the most useful thing here? It's the steel band around Piper's head. Hmm. You think that that, if they can see through it, it must be a pretty amazing piece of either magic or technology. Mm-hmm. What is not what it appears to be? <laughs> Very few things are what they appear to be. <laughs> uh, you get the sense that a lot of these items are not what they appear to be. Um, particularly, you see... You look at the solid black yarn, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's not made of fibers at all. Hmm. Um, you're not quite sure what it's made of, but it looks very similar to the material that uh, Periwinkle and Cranberry's collars are made of. Oh. Okay. That seamless matte black glass-like material. Hmm. 
Okay, so I would share all of that information. Like, mm -hmm. so in game, this looks like peeking up over my shoulder and being like, dive back into the huddle. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> One sec. Okay. <laughs> Does this change like what question we want to ask? If anything, I think it makes me want to know more where we can <laughs> find a boss. Hey, uh, Bubbles. Yeah? You know, it would be a really awesome stunt. What? If you were to ask her for her visor, or them for their visor. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, um, as soon as it looks like we're ready and she's like vibrating with energy because it sounds really cool. Because, heck, who doesn't want a new visor? She doesn't have one. And really, she could totally branch off in her hoard. Not that she would, but, like, she has a few rubber duckies that would look amazing in that visor. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to turn around really quickly. I get a free gift, right? Uh, Piper looks up at the sky again and looks at you, tilts their head and says... Do you wish to forego your question to receive another free sample? Well, well, um, so the thing is, is you said we each got one, right? Or was it just like one for the whole group? Or like, how does this work? Because like, I kind of wasn't paying attention. There was like that really cool <laughs> bird over there that I was kind of watching and I just, just kind of forgot. That's not our question, by the way. No, that's not our question. No, no, no. Good point, good point, good point. Not a question. Not our question. Not the one that we're... Yeah. They have granted you a question. <laughs> she, like, whips back around and puts us everybody back in the huddle. <laughs> I think that's, like, GM speak for I don't want to give up this item. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're just one person. It's true. We have to go to the source. <laughs> I could also, we could ask the question and then I could beat them up. I mean, you could totally try to take the visor by force. I could just scare it off of them if we really needed to. People don't really like being scared. <laughs> Y'all are generally like, as a genre theme, pretty ridiculously overpowered compared to almost anything in this princess world. Yeah, it's true. So yeah. if you want any of this stuff, you can pretty much take it. I mean, I guess um, my moral dilemma is do I want to use my princess powers for good? But I also think this is super sketchy. Um, but like, let's be fair, I'm a dragon. <laughs> like, yeah. in moral ambiguity, gray area, you know? We just yeah. don't really live inside the lines. Yeah. That's fair. All right, so we ask our question, and then we just straight up, like, steal the visor. Yeah. I'm... Sure. All right. What's Brad going to do? Gonna do, do give us paperwork? Do it. And break. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironic, considering I'm made of bones. <laughs> I just realized after I said it, I was like, oh, man. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> animate a humorous joke. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> We're in for some good natured ribbing. Uh, okay, so you turn around and Piper's waiting for your question. Okay, so. Bubbles. Go ahead. 
no, not me. Nope, nope, definitely shouldn't be the one asking the question. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Lenore, go ahead. <clears throat> Our question is, please tell us where is the location of the people that you are working for. The, like, the specific location. They tilt their head. Would you like to know its name or how to get there? How to get there? How to get there, yeah. How to get there. Yes, she stage whispers to the other princesses <laughs> and then's like, how to get there? They, they just, they point at the sky in that spot they've been looking up to. Hmm. It is always there. You can always go there. Do not expect to return. And that's all you're going to say? I can show it to you if you like. Yes, please. Yes, I want to see. Uh, they take off the visor. You see their eyes are solid black. They look almost the same material as that black yarn. Whoa. The veins around their eyes are also this matte black color. There's visible skin damage all around where this thing has touched their head. Ooh. And they hold out the visor like they want one of you to take it. Uh, if no one else does, Skateboard Princess 100% will. <laughs> Go for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. And I'll like hold it up in front of my eyes. Like, you know when you have someone else's glasses and you're trying to figure out if they're going to be like... <laughs> so bad that they make you barf or if this is gonna be kind of fun and this kind of like without putting them actually on your face yes <laughs> yeah you don't want to end up like piper um <laughs> so you look through these things up toward the sunlight uh as you look through them you notice that they are slightly translucent uh they do filter out all color you just see monochrome Whoa. uh through them and as you look up at the location in the sky that Piper was pointing at, you see another moon. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Dudettes, come and look at this! Like, Bubbles will try and peek. She'll, like, crouch down as small as she can and, like, put her head to the floor to try and, like, peer up through at that angle. So as you're all looking through, you see this round object in the sky. Through these goggles, it looks to be exactly the same color as Piper's eyes. Huh. Uh, you also hear a rustling away to your left, which is where Periwinkle and Cranberry were. Hmm. I'm going to look over to the left because... I forgot that we had small creatures to tend to, and that means that they've probably gotten into mischief. Uh, are you looking, do you all turn and look and look at them through the visor, or do you turn and look at them with your eyes? Oh, I was just going to turn, like, pass the visor along and then look at them. Either way is fine. You'll yeah. get approximately the same information. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was not okay. attempting to look at them through the visor specifically, but it, I guess someone else can do that. Uh, skater space pirate princesses totally just like tripping out about the 
location of another moon and how did we not know this due to uh-huh. like the gravitational pull and like how have we not figured this out because of like our tides and stuff and can my rocket fly up there what does she mean we won't return like that's all that's going on over here <laughs> very fair questions uh okay so those of you who do turn to look at the fuzzy creatures you can they're still out of sight of piper around this barrel but you can kind of see them uh you see them vibrate slightly and both of them for a moment vanish and in their place is one not two one small purple creature which also has a tag around its neck The tag say. The tag says lilac. And that's where we're going to end. What's going on? Uh, I don't know, but this is not okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you all for joining me in the princess world today. This has been How to Princess. Thank you all for playing. Did you enjoy that? Yes. Yeah. Oh that was goodness. awesome. Good. That was I'm amazing. Glad. I'm glad. I am so confused and this is so awesome. Oh, it's an amazing puzzle. I am. That was yeah. not what I expected because you were like two colors and then they combined into a new one and it was not the color that I thought they were going to make <laughs> when you said the two colors combined and I was like, wait, what? So... Uh, these have been our players this evening. Ulfrig, where can our listeners find you on the internets? Uh, I'm mostly hanging out on the discords, kind of wherever cool femmes and non-binary people are are doing their things. You can also find me on TikTok at vidfrig. It is entirely wholesome animal content. Mostly my cats, occasionally cute bees or geese or something like that. Bees! I love bees. I had a very lovely bumblebee come and visit the other day and made a a video of her. That's beautiful. Uh, Nicole. Ah, uh, you can't find me. I'm just anonymous. They didn't see anything. <laughs> Mysterious. Um, sparkles <laughs> everywhere, and that's all you get. <laughs> you can send uh, how much you have enjoyed Nicole's characters to castofmanythings at gmail.com, and we will pass those uh, comments along, or you can send them to the Cast of Many Things Twitter at Cast O Many Things. And Anna, where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at Nymeria941 pretty much everywhere on the internet. Um, I also make games online with my best friend Colin. We make TTRPGs over at Six String Games. Um, our social media handles for that are Six String RPG if you want to follow our projects. And my other project that I have is the Fears Reach podcast, which is a horror anthology podcast over on No Initiative that's going to be coming out just right around Halloween time and time for spooky season. So, yeah, we're in production for that right now, and I'm so excited. It's going to be great. It's very much like an Are You Afraid of the Dark style podcast, but we're playing different TTRPGs. That's amazing. Yeah, it's going to be great. That's great. I said something witty in the last one, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> and I literally just edited it like an hour ago. So. <laughs> it's just sad. Um, uh, and for now, sparkle on! <laughs>
Oh yeah, I said eat glitter. Yes, that was <laughs> Make it. Make sure it's edible. Yes. yes. <laughs> I said eat glitter. Um, eat glitter. Make sure it's edible <laughs> glitter. Please, don't like the normal stuff's really bad for the environment, and you really shouldn't eat it. But like the edible glitter is fine. So like, just you know, glitter responsibly. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Not at all in bubbles. Glitter responsibly. <laughs> That's the new sign-off. Good or responsibly. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Nathan. Your character's not dead. Woo! Princess Sparklepuff has just seen the tall buildings and well-manicured lawns of the Dragon Financial District disappear before her eyes. Mm. And finds herself Ooh. instead staring into a scaly face Ooh. with very sharp teeth. Very red scales, hmm. and much, much larger than most beings you encounter. Oh, wait, even larger than all the dragons we had previously? Been this dragon is bigger than you. Ooh. Uh, you are in a very large cavern that is big enough to accommodate both of you, of course, mm -hmm. and strewn across the ground is a deep pile of assorted bones. Whoa! Well, my apologies, sir, madam. Whomever. Where did the other one go? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. The other whom? Who are you and why are you here? Ah, well, I am Princess Sparklepuff, uh, and I have no idea why I am here. What is here? Where is here? Who are you? This is my horde. Have you come to add to my horde? And he grins. Uh, no. However, I was part of a consortium of people looking to um, solve some problems with other dragons' hordes. Um, I suppose, uh, I don't suppose you have um, met uh, Kwatyalong or Brad? Uh, the grin gets a little bit wider. At Brad or Kwatyalong? At Brad. Oh, I, I mean, admittedly, Nobody likes Brad. But have you met him? They seem to be having horde problems. 
The little one is small but has excellent bone structure. I could see that. So, have uh, has any of your horde uh, gone missing by any chance? Some recently vanished from where you are standing. Oh. And uh, uh, if I may ask, was it replaced by something else? I believe it is replaced by you. The grin is back. Oh, well. We will fix that immediately. Uh, but because, of course, I would not be suitable in my current form to be part of your horde. I'm sure you are most excited to get your original horde back in its bony, bony fashion. Yes? <laughs> not in your current form, no. Um... Can you roll poise? Which I imagine you're very good at. I am very good at it, but I've forgotten my character sheet. Hold on. So, yes. I I have plus three poise, um, and it's 2d6, right? Yes. I got an eight. I was hoping for either a miss or a mixed success, so this is great. <laughs> uh, I think it'll be more narratively interesting. Uh, so, as this dragon... As this dragon says, not in the state you are, or mm-hmm. um, not suitable in your current form, or um, whatever it was we said, um, he is. He starts to walk, and you notice that he's positioning himself between you and the exit. Mm. So I, uh, I say, um, uh. Excuse me, sir, that is quite rude, and I whack him with my, uh, my scepter. Yes, giant fight. I was so hoping we would end up with a princess dragon kaiju situation going on. (laughs) Uh, roll punch. Right. Ooh, I have a minus one to punch. (laughs) Because, you know, I'm not very good at that. That's what dice are for. Six! (laughs) You can also use, um... Uh, there is a mechanic where you can swap your stats by giving me ammunition. So you can give me what's called a blot of fade to make mm-hmm. stuff harder later. Oh yeah, that's in true. In order to roll with a different bonus. That's true. No, no, I think this is, uh, like, I'm not looking to do him real damage. I'm just looking to, like, you know, like, swat him on the nose. Like, like, bad dragon. Okay. Uh, so you're trying to thwart opponents. Um... So you bop him with your... Your scepter's a teaspoon, right? Yes. Okay. So you bop him with the teaspoon, and how hard are you trying to bop him? Mm, just enough to give him some uh, some uh, psychedelic insight. <laughs> okay. Uh, what does your scepter do with the, psych- the psychedelic insights again? It is... I want to say it is like half a second of psychedelic insight. <laughs> And by psychedelic insight, like what kinds of things is he seeing? Uh, so, um, ah, five seconds. Uh, so yes, he drugs, uh, he, he realizes like, uh, um, he sees the expanse of the universe as a mass of bones waiting to happen. And he realizes that, um, that his, despite his, um, stature and, um, supposed patience as a dragon, that um, 
that really like um, the he really he really uh, sees the inevitability of the world uh, at large and that it will all become his horde someday. Um, so so yeah, like yeah, he's he's totally zetting out. <laughs> Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, so with your six, the dragon does end up positioning himself between you and the door. Mm-hmm. And you bop him with the teaspoon. You see his pupils expand t- and so that his eyes are just completely black. Mm-hmm. And his grin gets a little bit wider. The unpleasant... So you will receive an unpleasant truth, a temporary unpleasant truth. Mm-hmm. Because he is going to ready his breath weapon. Mm-hmm. So he inhales, and you can tell he's about to breathe forward. Mm-hmm. And when he does breathe, no fire comes out. There's just air. Uh, and, okay, what would you like to do in response to him starting to breathe? Uh, so, well, As though he was, were breathing fire. Uh, okay. Um, I, uh, well, he, he did have that insight for a good five seconds, so I feel like I have, do have time to sidestep. Um, and so I, uh, uh, I think, uh, at this point, like if he's breathing as if he wants to breathe fire, is he like extending his neck out long and like, you know, like craning down, like he wants to like, you know, blow out. Yeah. And he's doing it quickly. So with your six. Some of this is going to hit you, but mm-hmm. it's not going to hit you directly. You're going to be able to dodge out of the way, but there's going to be... You can do something in reaction, but there will be some consequence to it. Okay. Uh, I'd like to try to get up on him. Okay, so you're trying to go in close? Uh, around and around? on to, around and up the neck. <laughs> okay. So you start clambering over this dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, roughly... Like slightly larger than you, so you can definitely do this mm-hmm. uh, as though it were like a small horse or something. Mm-hmm. You start clambering over this dragon. Uh, he briefly is staring off into space and grinning, and then as he wakes up and exhales, this breath that is not fire, it looks to be just air, catches the back of your dress, and it immediately disintegrates into ash. Uh, your pockets will be temporarily unusable. Uh, and pistachio pockets. starts to fall out. My sandwiches! The, several of the sandwiches you can see turn to ash as they fall out of your pockets. Oh, 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 what about, fo- what about Fox Baby? What about Fox Baby? Fox Baby has fallen out of your pocket, but is not injured. Fox uh, Baby! You can scoop up pistachio and keep running. I will scoop up pistachio and keep running down the spine of this dragon. Okay. Um. I, my poor sandwiches. Oh. You are doing something despite the risk of danger. Uh, so give me a pluck roll. Okay. Do have better pluck than punch. <laughs> it can't be worse than the six, so. <laughs> what if it is? St- what if it, what is? if it is the six? <laughs> if it is the six, that is fine. Um, you can. Oh, that's that is a complete miss, isn't there? Isn't it? I think so. So it's a seven uh, to nine, right? The yeah, seven to nine is the mixed success. Uh, do you add anything to your six, or did you just 
Is that with the modifier? Uh, that the, my modifier is plus zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, as you're trying to go down this dragon's spine, uh, its tail whips across and pins you to the wall <gasps> at the at the exit, and you are temporarily trapped. <gasps> like a jerk! How rude! And such a waste of some delicious sandwiches. Uh, the dragon turns its head back to you and says, These things had no bones, but within the world there are many, as you have shown me. Exactly. So stop wasting your time on, on ruining sandwiches and let me go. And why should I not start with you? Well, first off, uh, when my father hears about this, oh, uh, you may find yourself uh, temporarily in possession of my bones if you do so uh, choose to engage in such vulgar behavior as to strip me uh, of my fleshy bits. Um, but you will find that the consequences of, uh, of abducting with a most noble princess's bones uh, will result in a massive war for you and anyone who would be conceived as your compatriot. Also, wouldn't it be better to just get your bones back without such... Violence and death would of you sandwiches. Like, would you like to use poise or persuade? I think you could make an argument that it's either. I would like to use poise okay. because this is a diplomatic situation. Objection! Objection! <laughs> Holy cow, I'm rolling terribly today. Uh, seven. <laughs> oh, seven something. Seven something. Um, so... Within assert or face authority, you can choose one result. Either they do what you want or treat you the way you want to the best of their ability, mm -hmm. or they suffer a temporary unpleasant truth. Mm. I'm gonna, like, well, this-, this You want uh, him to let you go, right? Huh? You want him to let you go? I do, I okay. do. I do want him to let me go. And, uh, and honestly, this dragon, uh, hasn't seemed to have, like, actually, like, thought with his tiny dragon brain so far in this exchange. He, th he thinks with his, with his, uh, with his greed. So, uh, an unpleasant truth, I'm not sure, would actually do very much to him. He might just barrel <laughs> right through it. Okay. Uh... So with the seven to nine, what it says in assert or faith's authority is you falter or overstep. So uh, there will be a temporary unpleasant truth resulting from this, but you will get what you want. Mm -hmm. So this dragon smiles for a second and says, And how many individuals would you say live in your kingdom. Oh, well, I don't know about that. Um, Thousands? I, uh, millions? Uh, 
I would say quite enough of a, a number that uh, that desiring their bones will get you nowhere, uh, but perhaps being made of bones yourself. Very well. We shall see. Hira moves his tail, gestures for you to leave, and says, You may spread the word that Rafa has awoken oh, for the dear. first time in a thousand years. Oh dear. Mm -hmm. What is Bubbles going to think about all of this? My collecting will start in three days. You may go. So the temporary unpleasant truth is... He's going to be collecting. You have this, and, you have this hanging over your head as yeah. a problem you'll have to resolve later. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And also, I'm on a dragon's island and with a... Oof, well, who knows what uh, amount of um, transportation... Uh, I might just spend the three days just wandering around going, hello! Well, as you exit, you find that you roughly recognize where you are. You're in a portion of the dragon realm that, to your knowledge, was not a known dragon's lair. It was kind of a, a buffer zone between a couple other layers that don't get along with each other. Oh, dear. And well, uh, you could make your them. way from here back to the dragon financial district. Okay. Like, how, how long would it take? It's probably like... An hour's walk or so. Oh, okay, that's not terrible. Uh, For you, <laughs> I, I look at I look at Pistachio and say, "I'm so sorry about that unpleasant business." Um, I I dig in like a part of my uh, my dress. Are there any sandwiches left? There's a little bit enough, certainly enough for Pistachio. I I feed him the the sad crumbs of of my remaining sandwich. That he is munches on the sad crumbs and then is momentarily distracted. Uh, as his ears suddenly perk up and he looks off as though he's heard something in the direction uh, where you know the Dragon Financial District to be. Oh, what is it? What is it, Pistachio? Do we do we need to go there? You know, I, I'm thinking it's probably your fault that we're in this situation in the first place. Can't you just, you know, do that again and take us there? He's struggling to get out of your pocket like he wants to run in that direction. Oh, all right, fine. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm not going to let you go so easily, and I tie a piece of string around him and uh, walk him like you would the tiniest of chihuahuas. He walks real slow because <laughs> he's got these tiny little legs. I, I, so. I, I start walking, and it's, it's a slow shuffle, and I look at him and say, Are, are you sure you want me to just... Do you want to just walk and then you can just point your nose in the right direction? I, th I think it would go a lot faster. He clambers sort of sheepishly back up onto your shoulder. It was a very good idea, though, at the time. Oh. And then I hoist my skirts and say, oh, off we go. Hope nobody sees me. Very undignified. And the ground shakes as the <laughs> princess attorney bounds across the land. <laughs> and that's where we'll leave it. <laughs>